Last time on the Reroll Podcast, a new plan emerges from the wake of failure. We need the venom from William. This likely would do nothing but turn the food a little gross. We haven't been able to get much. So maybe we need to start thinking of something else. What if we had a dinner party? The hunting party runs into trouble, but overcomes. You make me more valiant than a dwarf, but you're not more valiant than that little wee lass over there. Would you hurry up and kill this thing? <laughs> I've got you now, you motherfucker. Bonds always deepen over a good fight. Nice shot! You might be the craziest person I ever met, but I'll be damned if that wasn't valiant. The best kind of reunion. One where everyone's breathing. What the hell happened to you? I could <laughs> say the same. The little one finds metal. Shadow comes out from behind them with her arms full of the weapons and drops them into Groth's arms. But working it will have to wait. I tried to steer your friends to get stones, but they outright refused. (laughs) (laughs) What will my friends get me into today? Find out right now on the Reroll Podcast. Welcome back. You know what the best part about editing all these episodes is? I get to go back and find mistakes, like last week when Octavia grilled me for not actually doing the pet peeves in the episode before. I'm here to say we did. Ha ha, fuck you. <laughs> what? Didn't we cancel? I don't know. Maybe I was... We redid it. We redid it. We went I thought back, we switched over to something else. Did it again. Take I'm just two. weird because I thought I thought I remembered that too. Yeah. No, yeah. what you're remembering it was is it was much worse and borderline unintelligible. The second so, time. The second time. Oh <laughs> uh, hell yeah! So, so that's what time. made the cut. Oh, that's fair. I thought <laughs> yeah. that was just the entirety of the podcast, honestly. <laughs> well, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Give us money for some reason, please. Hey, for ten dollars a month, you can get nothing so far. <laughs> Maybe we're doing this all wrong. Maybe we should... If you, The more money you give us on Patreon, the th- less episodes we'll release. <laughs> and then my more family episodes, and friends... More episodes, less quality, I think, is the, uh, the idea. Lower there. quality. Yeah, there we go. Just Fewer a side quality. note to help we're with that quality. corporate America-ing this thing. <laughs> I was pouring my brandy and was pouring it like a wine glass instead of brandy, so I got a lot of brandy. <laughs> it's okay. Ours are in um, Maker's Marks. This is wine in Maker's wine Marks in glass, Maker's Mark? so we're all mixed up. Here is that a, a cute soda bottle? What is that? Is that uh, soju? Yeah, soju. Hell yeah. So I have to drink not a lot of it or I will just get, I'll be blackout drunk before half the bottle is gone. So. Incorrect. <laughs> I don't Pound have it. an alcohol this evening. Damn. Disappointed. Drinking a little straight um, edge. Cryo stash. I, I did IPA. do a bunch of methamphetamine though right before this podcast. So, <laughs> so okay, well, you know, that's better. So you'll blend oh, right in. It's fine. You've got yeah, something we'll to work with take. at least. I've always said a good meth high is akin to a slight alcohol buzz. Uh, I'm riding the fucking lightning right now, so I'm ready to do this. All right. So, we are going to pick up this week with you guys having rested amongst the resistance uh, underground here and waking up in the morning to a bright and shiny new day where you are all level three. What? Why don't we go ahead and uh, why don't you guys walk us through some of the cool shit you got? We'll start with uh, we'll start with old Flint there, your old pal Flint, and our old Uncle Flint. 
Um, seems seems creepier when you say uncle instead of <laughs> daddy. That that I don't you say no, that. No, daddy. Daddy Flint. Da, no, daddy it's, Flint. It's, you don't do the. It's not daddy. Oh, da Flint. Da Flint. Yeah, it's da. <laughs> that doesn't sound right though. Sounds very Russian. Oh, da Flint. <laughs> your pa. You can say your pa. Your old pa Flint. It's not bad. Whatever. Uncle Flint, I think is that. hair. Is good. Um, so yeah, Flint, like in his kind of more recently in his, uh, in his career, um, smuggling, he's gotten a little bit like less hands-on with the fighting and stuff. He's doing mostly logistics and transport and he doesn't, he doesn't get his hands dirty as much anymore. So he's kind of like now that he's sort of gone toe to toe with that, with that big boar and like, you know, kind of been more on the front lines. Cause now he sort of like, doesn't have a support network anymore and he's not really like, you know, not really like down in the dirt with everybody. He's 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 doing more fighting now, and so he's kind of remembering some of his old training. So um, so yeah, basically he's remembering some of his old his old little tricks and stuff he used to use um in the form of leveling up to level three and getting superiority dice as a fighter. So let's see, where is the? So yeah, I can do things like um like repost and like disarm people and stuff using like this, you know, particular set of like die that I roll. And I'm kind of excited to see like what sort of trouble that's going to get him into. That should be a lot of fun. The one I actually really like though, is that a uh, evasive footwork. Cause I always feel like I kind of want Flint to just run in cause he's just kind of brash and, and like, you know, kind of like headstrong like that, I guess. So, but this makes it so as I'm, as Flint's running, like um, it increases his AC, makes him harder to hit. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so it doesn't negate, like, attacks of opportunity or anything, but it does make him a lot fucking harder to hit. Actually, potentially up to, uh, like, a 20, yeah, 22 DC. Or no, 24 DC. Ooh, or AC, AC, excuse me. Yeah. AC, yeah. Um, refresh my memory. Superiority dice, they come back every short rest? Yep. That's pretty exciting. And long rest, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. So that's to be fun. Octavia, what about, uh, what about old Starlet? Old Uncle Starlet. Old Uncle Starlet. <laughs> Old Uncle Star. <laughs> Star is gender fluid. Um. <laughs> all right. So I got. Well, first off, the most exciting part is I got to choose a class of rogue. I believe so. I went with Arcane Trickster, and I think this kind of falls into Star's uh, wheelhouse. Like it makes sense for her because. You know, her um, companion that she's been searching for is someone who is from the Feywild, which in my mind, the Feywild is a place where, like, tricksters are sort of known to reside. Like, everything is, you know, sort of, it's like a twisted version of reality, and I'm not thinking, like, necessarily creepy, but sometimes, I mean, the Feywild is a very beautiful and strange place, so, I don't know, I think she just kind of went with what felt natural there, so... That being said, I got three cantrips. Uh, one of those is Booming Blade. Um, that one I can sort of make a blade appear and use it to hurt people, which is Star's favorite thing to do. Um, and I believe it. there's something essentially where after I hit somebody with this blade, they are encased in sort of like a ball of energy. And if they choose to leave that little five foot square, they take 1d8 thunder damage. Uh, so that's, that's pretty cool. sick. Yeah. That is pretty cool. I also did mine sliver, which is essentially like, um, anyone that is stupid, this will work great on. So goblins, very exciting <laughs> myself, essentially. <laughs> uh, last one. And this is because I 
was not sure what prestidigitation was. And then my friends were like, no, that's a really great one. That's like actually a really good one. Because I was like, ah, I, I don't want prestidigitation. What if I take that and I'm stuck with it forever? So I read it a little bit. And I was like, okay, you know what? Just to prove myself wrong, I'm going to take it and see what I can do with it. So I think it's always good to challenge yourself as a player too. Yeah, might as well just figure it out. Uh, that was just a quick thing I wanted to say that I mentioned to Tanner earlier is that I was kind of thinking about just going for champion because it's just great. You hit harder and it's easier, but I went with this more complicated uh, battle masters because I felt like it was a lot more interesting. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, for my spells, I got three of those as well. I went with comprehend languages, uh, hideous laughter and sleep. I feel like those will really. I will be able to play those well with the way that I play star. So I'm very excited to try them out. I love nice. hideous laughter. Mm-hmm. I'm I I cannot wait to tell shitty jokes and have someone literally die laughing at them. It's <laughs> gonna be have so to good. Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now time for me to practice my stand up comedy. All right. <laughs> All right. Ayla, what did uh what did uh I I don't want to say Uncle Bo. I don't want to say Uncle Bo. It sounds creepy. I was like, do you just forget my name? Doesn't Uncle just always be in the situation? (laughs) Brother Bo. Brother Bo makes sense. Actually, yeah, that that fits. Um, Father Bo. I uh, (laughs) got one more spell, and I chose Calm Emotions, which basically is just a super chill spell, and we just get to suppress strong emotions in like a certain area i think it's 60 feet and it's concentration and i just was kind of thinking about what situations we might end up in and if we encounter the hell riders that that we might need some calm emotions or some pressing bad emotions so <laughs> we'll see um flint might get you into a situation where we might have to use that one i feel like we need calm emotions (laughs) so we're we're just gonna do that and i've never actually heard of this spell so i'm it was kind of cool to to find on here so yeah that's it we're gonna be mid-fight and bo's gonna pull out his uh acoustic guitar and start playing wonderwall for us just that or (laughs) or just like pull out like you know how you have like the doll and then like you, whoever's holding the doll can talk, Where's but no one doll? else can talk. Not the, the not talking the, stick. I know you were going with that, but no, no. I was the not talking. sure where you were going on this, <laughs> but I was ready to follow. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a doll. It could be yeah, a talking stick or whatever. But whatever, you know. All right, Big Daddy Groth, Brennan, tell us what a uh, what your big boy got. Uh, my big boy's got that while he was meditating overnight. His his weapons mysteriously vanished, and he looks a lot more comfortable than you would expect a warrior to look without his weapons. Um, he's also got, I mean, really, that was the only thing he's got. But uh, Tanner, you and I didn't roll hit die against each other. I thought we, yeah, I thought we might have missed that. What are you, a D eight? I'm a D eight. I think right. you get a new spell too. Groth will later wake up to find that his weapons are wedged between his butt cheeks. I was say, is... Can he conceal his like pants too? That'd be pretty dumb. Well, he leveled up to daddy, so that's why he feels more confident. <laughs> All right, what'd you get, Brendan? I got a two. <laughs> I got a one. So oh, two. Oh, Jesus oh, oh, Christ. Two it is. Oh, oh, I did that. I'm glad I did that on the recording. That was pretty fun. <laughs> that's yeah. rough. Yeah, that sucks. 
Yeah, so Brennan, you also do get to learn another spell, so feel free to pick that while we're playing. Okay, that um, would be a level one spell still, right? Well, all warlock spells are cast at the highest level possible, so it'll be cast at level two, but you could choose a one or a two. Got you, got you. Okay. Yes. All right. Cool. I didn't know yeah, that. but they only get minimal spell slots, I but yeah. Sure. So it, it's good for warlocks, just as a side note, to pick ones that actually do more things with higher castings. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Because some spells don't do anything different at one or higher. Okay. Latara, what did your little creepy girl, Shadow, get? Uh, Shadow got metamagic, which is great. Um, she can now do subtle spell, which I feel fits her because she likes to be sneaky whether because she's trying to play a trick or because she's hiding from a situation that makes her uncomfortable um and she also got twin spell um cool and then i chose for my new spell uh phantasmal force which fucks with people's minds so that's fun i'm excited to mm -hmm. have all of these spells and combat maneuvers ruin my encounters Nobody has hypnotic pattern yet, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. At least there's that. That's true. Hey, I that wonder if fun. I have that in my <laughs> You guys are in these cramped quarters together. It's dirty, maybe even a little bit damp. And you all end up waking up pretty pretty similar times. Uh, you don't, You can't really tell what time of day it is outside, but you assume it's morning. You get up and go out into the mess hall area. And there's some uh, thin strips of bacon actually being served to everybody from the hogs that were brought in previously. Anybody have anything specific they want to do as sort of a morning ritual or anything? Um, Flint is going to go kind of like readorn himself with his freshly washed clothing. And uh, kind of seeing the bacon on the table is just going to say, oh, praise dog. And just like walk over and kind of start digging in. Uh, Groth is going to walk up and just going to grab a, a sort of a moderate but giant sized pinch full of bacon. Shadow starts eating and, and also shoves a couple pieces of bacon in her pocket. I think Star, yeah, she just wakes up, puts her things away, and uh, make sure that everything's like in reach if she has to leave quickly for whatever reason. Just as a precaution, but yeah, she'll go have a couple pieces of bacon, and I think she wants to sit next to Shadow and say, Would you like to go and feed the goblin with me today? Oh yeah, I would like to see Crunch. He's been, uh, probably lonely over in the hall. I think so too. Perhaps we should, uh, bring him out to, uh, go potty. <laughs> yeah, maybe get him a bath. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Um. Um. Uh, before anyone gets up, gets up and leaves, um, I want to have like the tusks set out, like kind of probably wrapped in like a cloth or something, so it's not like this disgusting thing on the table while reading. But <laughs> um, just like it obviously is like you know wrapped up in an intentional way. Like I'm finished with, like um, I'm finished with observing them. And 
just while I'm eating, um, Sadie Yu Star, uh, I... I've seen something like this before, and this is gonna take me in kind of a different direction once we're everything's said and done here. Um, thank you for bringing this to me, this is really important. Uh, Star gives you a nod. She says, of course, I figured, uh, I figured it might go along with the work that you do, so I thought it wise to bring them back, especially if these things are in the woods near us, so... I'm glad that you were able to figure something out. I guess, uh, keep me updated on them if you find anything else out. I will. Star, you and Shadow get together and begin walking down the long hallway, the dirt path that leads to the ladder that Crunch was tied to. As you enter the room where Crunch was you see several cut pieces of rope and a jagged goblin dagger stuck into the ground next to some strangely poorly written words in the dirt do you speak goblin i speak um, goblin. i do not but i guess if yeah if she already speaks it then i won't waste a spell but it says Crunch was here. <laughs> Shadow kind of giggles and she's like, Oh, Crunch, he's smarter than I thought. He won this round. Let's give you a little peek behind the scenes. Nobody searched Crunch's body at any point. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I thought about it and then we were just too caught up and laughing about he, how He was well tied, so it but, took him a yeah. while, uh, several attempts, actually. But I always visualized him just wearing like a loincloth or something. Same. But I guess I should have like. It had that be elaborated on a little bit. Yep. Well, good, good for him. We'll, we'll get him back. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll, we'll find him. I have no doubts. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you guys get access to, like, scrying and stuff, you're going to be like, where is crap? <laughs> I want my know, when, fucking when, when, briefcase when, back. Yeah. <laughs> when you love, you know, you love something, you got to let it go. And if it comes back to you, then, you know, it's just all the better. <laughs> and if it doesn't, you go find if it. You find it and you hogtie yep. it and put it around a <laughs> half giant's neck again. It, <laughs> it belongs to you. <laughs> maybe if you want something, let it go. If it doesn't come back, you go find it and you hogtie that shit. <laughs> And you don't give it a choice. You don't give it a second chance. If it doesn't come back, it doesn't know what's good for it. You know it's good for it. It's going to learn to love you. Uh, Shadow will skip back into the other room and just be like, Hey, guys, Crunch got away. What? Crunch, no! He left My a note to you. friend. Groth is holding his knife. Just... <laughs> clutching your neck where he used to be he wanted to remind us he was here so I'm sure he just wanted to make sure we didn't forget him yeah I, also like <laughs> also like I mean Flint wasn't there but like why was we know he was there why did he have to write it down <laughs> like that's why we went there because he was there and now he's not he, just smart he enough to, to make get sure away we remember him. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I think, so as Star's walking back and I think she thinks to herself, like, I'm sure if I were to go out there for just an hour, I'd probably find him. But she's like, let him, let him go do his poopies. He probably got eaten by the spider, let's be honest. <laughs> like, immediately. <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> What's in here? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> if not me, why not? <laughs> um, okay, as you guys return and let the party know that your poor beloved companion has <laughs> escaped imprisonment. <laughs> why didn't I get him chipped? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does anybody want to start making making lo uh, lost like posters, like lost posters? <laughs> I'm already scribbling them down. <laughs> Answers to crunch. Start trying to think of a good incantation for like a uh, like a spell. Like if we get a orb of scrying, she's trying to think of the words that would rhyme and to, like, find him. I will come up with some. I promise. <laughs> um. As you guys reconvene, Treebark Everglade, followed by Kelamas, uh, come down the other hallway from the exit that dumps out into the wilderness, and they are carrying a basket full of herbs, uh, sort of berries, a uh, couple flowers, uh, and some roots. And Kellis uh, probably sees Groth first, since he's so big and noticeable, and it's just like, ah! Uh, Groth, you, uh, all of you, you're, you're awake, perfect. And she sets the basket on the table and she says, I think, I think we should go to the lab and cleanse it of the overgrowth before we go pursuing any goblins and tree nods. And he says, yes, I believe this is a much better idea. We might be able to be a bit more well-equipped with an alchemist's and her tools. I don't know. And Groth really wanted Crunch back. You sure we shouldn't go there first? Your goblet escaped. Yeah. Smarter than we thought. And he looks over and he motions to a uh, one of the members of the resistance and he, he's like, go check William's web and see if there's a fresh goblet in there. <laughs> what? William has web webs? Can I, can of I course. check too? Uh, I'm sure you can. Uh, go with. Um, and you guys leave, and meanwhile, Kella says, Treebark and I did a little more of reconnaissance uh, around the area and of the lab. It is clear of any goblin influences, and I can lead you there today if you guys like. Well, if there's any go. cleansing to do, I uh, recently cleansed myself, so I'm right proper in shape for that. Right. Anyway, well, <laughs> I've got a little uh, collecting to do. Want to meet up with you guys this evening? Um, we can, of course, wait to go to the lab until you all are ready. There's really no rush. It's been neglected for two years. I doubt another day or two, if you don't want to handle it, is going to be any different. So just, just to clarify, what are our options here? You have the alchemy lab. Uh, you could start uh, scouting or uh, making progress on the goblins. Um, you can fuck all this and just like go to Blackreach and get a job blacksmithing. Yeah. Yes. That one. We're, okay. I think we're gonna um, actually take this opportunity to exclusively go and look for Crunch. <laughs> you could. <laughs> you want a cr you want a crunch search party rescue? We could do it. Do we know where the goblins are? I don't remember if we ever established that or not. Or do we have a lead? Shadow does. Shadow does. Okay, I'm just wondering if we need to go like 
try to track Crunch's prints to see if we can get back, or if we already kind of know where we're going there. What were you, was Groth saying he was going to do? Uh, some collecting. Oh, yeah. Some collecting! Some collecting. Tree and I were talking about going and getting some rocks with him as well this morning. Tree Bark speaks up, and he says, If... There is, I have no reason to visit the Alchemist Laboratory with you. Um, I can go out with a couple of the members of Resistance and get some rocks today. We have enough food to last us in the next couple of days, and we shouldn't rub it, run into any interference with the goblins, and perhaps I can teach them some basic survival. Okay. Um, I would like to redeem myself and maybe with uh, uh, Lilac and Kella and and like to assist, but probably in a lot more helpful manner this time, instead of just falling straight into webs. <laughs> um, I'm here to help. I believe that Lilac will be doing some logistical work today, especially with our new plan going forward. I actually was planning on accompanying you to the laboratory. Accompanying um. me? Well, whoever's, whoever's going. going, I can lead you there, and I might have some insight. It seems like the party going to the labs is small, so I, I can definitely um, yeah, lend my hand. Yeah, labs, too. Okay. Yeah, so am I. Oh, okay. I okay. thought that for some reason that um, everyone was collecting rocks or something. <laughs> no, we were talking about Groth, and, like, so Trey and I, the night before, had talked about going and getting Groth some rocks because we didn't bring some back initially, right. but... That was just, I was just mentioning it. Oh, just at some time, not right now. I think Tree was offering that they could gather the rocks so all of us could go. Okay, yeah. Sounds like pretty much. And Groth, I mean, it's not like he can't carry a medium-sized forge on his back in a bag. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk to Lilac, too, before we go. They said Kella was coming with us, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you find Lilac... Uh, where she was beforehand, just sitting in seclusion behind the sort of curtained-off area. Okay. Flint, um, approaching, is just kind of, like, flipping this, like, silver coin in his hand and, uh, approaches Lilac and says, uh, it was uh, Daffodil, was it? Lilac. Right, yeah, whatever. Um, so... He's gonna hand, kind of like reach out and like hand her this like silver coin. And it's a small silver coin. Doesn't look like any like normal currency, but it's got like a like an etched like beer mug on it. And um, actually, this would probably be a good question to establish before I do this. But um, like we're we're south of the mountains, right? Correct. Yeah, I say uh, I don't know how many people you can spare, but if you can get somebody up into the inn at the top of the mountains, give this to the bartender. He'll put you in contact with the. Uh, some people that might be able to get you some supplies. We're a bit stretched thin at the moment, but they'll do what they can to help if they see this. The Kravnak Mountains are a very dangerous place. Friends are worth the journey, aren't they? You have a severe lack of friends around here, it seems. She, like, smacks her lips in. Seems so. Thank you, Master Dwarf. Just be aware, they probably won't do it for free. But they're good people. I was able to 
the squirrel a little bit away. And she actually fishes out in her pouch and like slides you five silver and she's like, I can't spare much, but I know no men like you require their payment. And she slides it across the wood table. Um, yeah, I'll kind of like look at it and just sort of slide it back and just say, uh, believe me, I think this will be more afforded, afforded in your hands rather than mine. And just to clarify, this that coin that I gave her signifies that she's It's like a token yeah, thing. It's yeah. like it's like a secret coin thing, but it's like it also this particular one, like kind they'll know that it came from like from Flint personally, which okay. doesn't like buy him a bunch of free shit, but it basically means that they'll do business like at cost. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh you she nods at you, you leave. Um what do you guys want to do? Do, you, do any of you want to go back to Brambleton? Do you want to just head to the alchemy lab? Do you want to say sure. fuck it and sail to Saltwind? Become pirates? Does uh, Shadow and the person she's with find <laughs> Crunch? What did you say, Shadow? Did we find Crunch with the spider? Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, Shadow, you go down with William. The No, not William. That's the spider. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you guys, uh, what you guys looking for? <laughs> You go down with Wesley, um, a small red-headed boy uh, with a weird scar under his cheek. He actually looks pretty familiar to you. He's quiet the whole time, locked down. Opens the door and he's got this old, like, smelly fish leg bones, and he, like, opens it and tosses it out and it hits the web, and after a second you see, like, the spider come down and pick it up and, and take it back up, and then he peers in slowly and he's like, why don't you roll a perception for me? When I see the spider, I'm just like, Oh my gosh! He's amazing! The red-headed boy looks at you terrified, like, wide-eyed, like... No, he's terrifying. Uh, five perception. Okay. This, uh... Boy looks, looks at me and says, I don't... I don't see any bodies. I see the hunk of boar. I don't see a goblin. Well, that's that. Closes can, the door. Can we pet him? No. No, no. 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 Okay. Maybe. Yeah? yeah like no. once. Once. <laughs> I think everybody can pet him once. <laughs> it's like, um, what is it? Like, every mushroom is edible, but some are only edible once. Kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, D I, I, did you not hear about your friends last night? One of them almost died. I, you shouldn't do that. I don't know. They seemed fine when I saw them. <laughs> okay. And then he starts walking back. <laughs> she looks for a second at the door, and then she'll follow him. Okay. I'm gonna find tree bark. Um. And I'm going to ask him, what are you on your collection run today? See if you can make a trip into Brambleton. See if you can find Louis. See if you can tell him that Grolf sent for him and where to find Grolf. He can be trusted. He may be the only one there. But he can. I'll see if I could get word to our 
contact. I'll talk with Lilac. I myself will not step foot in the town. It is not a place for an oak elf. However, I will pass your message along. Of course. Louis will be... He'll be instrumental in uh, any resistance that wants to rise up from ashes and dust. I got to say, I'm not quite looking forward to another dwarf involved in the mix, but sure. A dwarf who can swing a hammer like no motherfucker I've ever met. We kind of console each other out, too, once you get two of us in a room. <laughs> oh, God, where'd you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you're only here yeah. one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys get yourselves prepared, um, and pretty quickly, uh, Kella walks by you guys and says, meet me out by the wilderness exit. Um, Back if there's... <laughs> I thought I was told to use it sparingly. <laughs> But I'm willing to make adjustments. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done now. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, this is a teenage girl. Flint, you're what? Two hundred and fifty? One hundred and seventy-eight. I'm also talking. I'm talking about Tree Bark's back door. Yeah, oh, we was right. he was the one that told me to use his back door sparingly. So. <laughs> That's right, of course. All right. Um. Okay, so. Anybody want to wrap up anything before you go on this journey? I think as everyone's preparing, uh, Shadow goes over to Flint and is like, you know, you said if we help the slaves that they'll just replace them, that someone else will take their spot. Aye. If we get rid of the guards like they're talking about, the soldiers, will someone just replace them? There are always more. That is guaranteed. Do you think when I... I left that... Father replaced me? All I can tell you, lass, is... I've only met one shadow. I don't think anybody could replace you. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't want them to have to. Okay, great. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I feel stressed. <laughs> I just feel sad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys meet with Kelamas and you see uh, this young, short-haired halfling with her single earring um, is dressed quite a bit differently. She's got a pack on her back. It's got a bedroll on it, um, a frying pan hanging from the bottom. She has two daggers strapped at her side, the bandolier potions, and she's wearing like a fairly nice studded leather armor. And she turns to you all and she says, are you ready? Should we be more packed? You seem to have like a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'd like to be prepared. It's only about an hour outside of Brambleton, so we shouldn't be there too long but you never know all right well let me know if i need help carrying all that or need me to be packing stuff too boom where did growth know yeah <laughs> i think you'll be carrying rocks big guy and she like sl slaps the side of your forearm as high as she can reach 
What's she doesn't have a ladder like Louis. Much obliged. Or no, Louis had a back. Yeah, a little, little, little yeah. hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's important. Sticky hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what time of day is it? Morning. So it's like probably 10 a.m. Okay. Kella leads the way. You guys don't actually take the road. You are traveling a bit off the beaten path. Passing back over the Tibble, off the beaten path, you travel further and further into the wilderness. The trees grow denser. The ground is uneven and cluttered. At the top of a hill surrounded by foliage, you finally come to Marjorie's laboratory. The structure seems to be constructed with plant life itself, what looks to be twisting roots weaved into one another. Moss, not Kella, but actual moss, grows excessively on the walls and roof. A small dirt path starting from the edge of the hill leads up to a beautiful, if not abandoned, door. Out front are a few purple bushes on each side of an old oak bench that vines are creeping up. As you guys can see now, we have a map on roll 20. Nice and beautiful. Uh, I think you guys are all on there. Yes. This is the outside of the alchemy lab. And Kella walks forward and she says, Now I have to admit, I've, I've never been inside. This is about the closest I've ever been. But obviously the main door is right here. Um, Flint, uh, approaching the scene, would kind of be, like, looking around, just make sure there's no amb- nobody, like, laying in ambush or anything like that. Roll a perception check. Can I also roll one or assist? What I'm gonna have you do, actually, is roll a survival check. Alright, there we go. Uh, I rolled, like, a... four? Three. (laughs) (laughs) I got an eleven for mine. Four and eleven, um... You get the sense nobody's around. It's really difficult to tell you. This is definitely kind of a denser area of wilderness. So what did you say we're doing? We're cleansing the lab? Well, it has been neglected for about two years, and before my mom um, died, she told me You know, she told me of this place, but she told me it was dangerous, and I I shouldn't go. And there's a couple windows I I have peered into from time to time, and it looks very overgrown. Um, what... What's going into your cleansing process? I, I mean, mostly just making sure it's safe and we can access it, and really just seeing if it's still viable. I, I mean, I'm sure we'll find something of in- of usefulness to my alchemical process, which I'll need for examining that vial that you gave me, and she nods towards you, Star. And she says, and, and also that being said, I'm certain my mom kept her logbook in here of her work contacts before she retired. Um, Flint kind of firmly grips one of his swords and says, well, alright, let's start by getting that door open, and starts, like, marching towards the door. Shadow's gonna cast Mage Armor on herself. 
Okay. Uh, Karatha um, will do the same. <clears throat> I think Star's just I gonna pull out her bow and get ready. I think that I want to cast Bless, but prepare to action so it doesn't go to waste in because it's up to a minute. So I don't want to like cast it and then, you know. You can kind of prepare it for combat. Right? That's what Are you I was saying. saying? If, if combat comes, you want yeah. to yeah, yeah. cast Bless. Okay. Also, I'm really surprised you guys were all just like, okay, fine. I figured somebody was going to stop Flint, but that's totally You cool. don't listen. What do you mean? <laughs> you never try to talk me out of anything. I feel like I have, but I have. Flint just does. Yeah. Okay. I know, exactly. That's why I'm like, whatever, this is what always happens. Okay. Well, if you guys want to get into position around the door and like stack up or something, that's fine. Otherwise, Flint's just going to try to kick it in. Cross is essentially always second behind Flint when he can do anything about it. Shadow um, move up and smell the plant there. <laughs> it eats you. Maybe pick a flower off it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. As I um, am preparing my action to, I just want to say, like, consider Kella's leadership in this moment because this is this might be hard for her <laughs> Kella do you mind if I kick this door open no go for it oh, okay <laughs> or fix it later <laughs> all right like I said this this place is probably in quite a bit of disrepair um it, it's fine okay so kicking the door open yep Roll. Give me a little athletic, athletic check there. <clears throat> Ooh. So um, <clears throat> I rolled a one. Uh, <laughs> again, uh, and if if you're cool with this, basically I'm just gonna make it so this door is so dilapidated. Flint, you know, stealing himself for whatever's inside, you know, gets himself rallied up and like goes to kick the door and puts his foot straight through, and then the rest of his body falls through the door with his <laughs> foot, and then he's now prone. In Perfect the of the entryway. Okay, top tier, and yeah, just fall through, and the rotted wood collapses around you, and you just fall face down, and you look up, and you're like, huh, and you see this sort of small, like front room, and it's there's several overgrown exotic plants, um, as well as a couple stones that seem to be part of d uh, the decor, with blossoming uh, vines wrapping all around them. Uh, to the north, there seems to be a very ornate sealed archway that leads to a curved room. And to the east, there seems to be a door pretty similar to the front door, uh, elven architecture. Shadow will run over and help him up. But while she's helping him up, she's going to try to put the flower she picked in his hair without him noticing. <laughs> <laughs> Which flower did you pick? I'm sorry. One of the purple ones. One of the purple ones. Okay. Do I notice this? I was going to say, Groth will see this and assist in distracting Flint by putting another hand out to help him 17 up. sleight of hand on that. <laughs> oh, no. Can I, roll, can I roll to contest that? Sorry, 15 sleight of hand. What's your passive perception? Passive? Definitely not 17. You rolled a 1. No, let 15. it happen. 15. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I, you're low. Okay, fine. fine. I was going to take a different direction if I beat it, but that's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got a pretty little flower in your hair. Um, you have and no yeah. idea. <laughs> and so uh, you've got these red sort of flower petals all over the floor here, vines growing all over the walls, and these two exotic plants that seem to be overgrown. What do you do? Um, Flint's going to take a minute and dust himself off, so if anybody else wants to go in, 
Yeah, I think Star um, steps over the fallen down flint, <laughs> and she's going to cast her um, booming blade. So you just see this. Um, oh, what is what is the finesse weapon for like swords? Is that a scimitar? Rapier? Rapier or scimitar? They're both finesse weapons. Definitely finesse weapon, but I think it's scimitar is too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You see, like this um, nice rapier appear. It's uh, glowing with this sort of uh, reddish ethereal power, um, but it just seems to appear in her hand, and she takes it and she. I think she wants to roll a perception inside here to see if there's anything that looks like. I don't know, just, I guess, kind of to see what she can see, but more like she's trying to tell if any of this stuff looks like it will be hostile towards her. Sure, roll a... Nature, maybe? or like Yeah, roll a perception or a nature. Okay. Uh, nature, if you want to sort of identify the foliage perception for a general... I think I'm general just look around. Perception for a general. general. Is, is it dark in here? Or is there sunlight cascading in? There's some sunlight cascading in through uh, either holes in the woods, or there's actually a window right uh, a little bit on the left side of the wall there. Okay. I got a 14. 14, looking around, it seems like... What you can tell with your perception here, um, you're not certain about any danger. You don't think so, at least not immediately. It seems like the curved wall and the archway that is attached to it again just seems much older and and a different craftsmanship than kind of the rest of the room around okay star oh and you also actually you also see writing on it oh okay star is going to walk over there and um she will press her hand on the on the writing if she can reach it and she wants to cast uh, Comprehend Languages. Well, before you do that, you actually realize you can read this writing. Oh, sick. Um, You put your hand on it, and you brush aside some of the overgrowth that has overtaken it, and you see sylvan words. Mm. And it's this door of twisted white wood, and upon getting closer, it seems to like have a faint pink glow to it. And the sylvan script that inscribes the archway says... Walk with the wind, sing on the sea, laugh with joy and suffer agony. Life is a gift and death is the price. May the crystalline dragon guide you with everlasting fey light. Can you go through that again? Walk with the wind, sing on the sea, laugh with joy and suffer agony. Life is a gift, and death is the price. May the crystalline dragon guide you with everlasting fey light. And you also see upon examining this door, it seems to have no seal to it, but there's a strange curvature inlet that lies at the center of the crease door, like a a half globe. Uh, just really quick, the last few words on there is, uh, the crystalline dr- guide you with ever light. The crystalline dragon guide you with ever light. Okay. Everlasting light. Everlasting light. Okay, thank you. 
Uh, I, I recite this back to... Well, maybe not necessarily back to everyone, but I think Star, seeing a language that she... Of, like, her home, she's sort of lost in thought reading it, but she reads it aloud so that way you guys can all hear her. I think Shadow also turns to Kellen and is just like, Wow, there's a lot of pretty plants in here. She says, Yeah, I... I, I knew my... My mom had quite a collection, but I didn't know it was so expansive. She's gonna roll a knowledge nature. Ooh. Hard 19, baby. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, she goes up to the bluish one. Uh, or actually the purple one closer to that arch door. And she says, oh, this is... This is Nightleaf. Be... Be careful, it's a, it's a plant native to the Feywild, and it's really sharp, sharp as a dagger. And she carefully, rolling rocks, she carefully like takes her dagger and like cuts a piece off, and she says, this is very valuable. I, I think I know what I could use this for, and tucks it into a little alchemist pouch. <clears throat> Flint's gonna walk up to him and just say, how can a bloody plant be as sharp as a dagger? And he's gonna kind of poke one of the pointy ends of this finger it since you just poked it i won't give you the full damage but you take one point of damage as it pricks you like surprisingly like the sharpest blade yeah bloody hell what the <laughs> pulls out his sword i i told you <laughs> poke it back yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stab it <laughs> Sk stab it a star under her breath is like i wonder if you can smoke any of these plants oh hold, hold on hold on <laughs> that might be a bummer if I keep it in the episode. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, the, ne the next room is going to be a grow room. <laughs> it's cocaine plants. Nice. <laughs> Coca. Coca leaves. Well, Flint with now anger burning in his chest from being poked by a plant is going to kind of walk over and go to, like, obviously kick this other door in. Okay, give me another uh, athletic <laughs> check, buddy. He's just gonna keep going and kicking doors until somebody stops until him. Otherwise, that's, how, gonna, that's how we're gonna go through every door. <laughs> if you that ever we want ever me find. to open a door, I can, as long as it's not locked. He's like, no, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be safe. <laughs> I mean, from a distance. <laughs> was there a door where I was standing, or no? Is that just? It is a door without a seal. Without a seal. Okay. Um, I I mentioned this to everyone. Uh, I just let them know, like. If anyone has any knowledge of uh, unlocking magically sealed doors, I I uh, think that that's what's on our hands right here. This may be you important. Said it. Well, didn't it, uh, was that Kella or was that Lilac that did something like that? That was, that was Lilac. She has some capabilities. Well, actually, I might. Let me check my character sheet. She's. <laughs> you said it had like a pink glow. Let me check my notes. She says, um, and she pulls out like a small pebble and casts light on it. She says, "Will this work?" I cast and hideous laughter on the door. <laughs> <laughs> I cast zone of truth. <laughs> um, Are you a door? Answer me. If you cast zone of truth on a riddle, would it like? tell you the answer <laughs> no it'd be a little op um 
she passes you the pebble, and I assume you try to put it in that, like, hollow area, Star? Yeah, sure. You do, and nothing <laughs> happens. I was gonna well, say, does the NPC solve a riddle for us? <laughs> no. Uh, Star I... was like, well, it was a good try, but unfortunately not. I'd like to roll, like, an arcana if, if I can check. Yeah, yeah. I got a 12 on my door kick, by the way. Cool. That's the other door, though, right? That was my Yeah, I'm assuming this is taking place kind of while Flint was stabbing his finger with the plan. (laughs) Nine. Could try to blow on it. You know, like wind. Maybe let it fart out. (laughs) (laughs) Nine. With a nine, uh, I mean, you can obviously guess that there's some specific item needed, but you're not sure can you explain the uh like this catch or something that um you were so it's like it's like a small curved inlet like you could possibly fit like half of a globe into like it doesn't look to be a conventional and looking around we don't see anything that size right like a half globe correct key is what i would assume that needs to fit possibly okay possibly or is it more like an offering bowl or something? Could be. Oh, okay. Okay. Well. Is it so sorry, is the is the half globe on its side? Or is it It goes into the its, door. Okay, so it's on its yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. So it's it's vertical. Yeah. It's vertical. Okay, so you could Beautiful. like it wouldn't be like a bowl, like a sitting bowl, like a what like I was saying. Alright, so I'm dying of fucking anxiousness. Uh how how did twelve do on this door over here? Yeah, same. Okay. Hits the door, splinters it, swings open. And let me use my little reveal tool here. Ah, place now. (laughs) (laughs) And here's my penis. Oh, no. Just got out of prison, dude. Come on. Can't wait to go back and see all my friends. (laughs) Don't like it. All right. Flint is going to proceed slowly and cautiously into the room. Well, let me uh, explain a little bit to you, but you can't take that back now that you did it. That's fine. Um, <laughs> a curved hallway bending around a corner is overwhelmed with bulbous purple flora, pulsing rhythmically every few seconds. A perfumed stench, similar to lavender but far more potent, reaches your senses. Everybody make a con save. Now, Dude. Flint, you are a dwarf and you have Everyone resistance in both room to poison. Makes a con save? Yes. It's poison? Yeah, I was going to ask. So you have advantage on this save. Okay. Oh. Is this a charm or... Even though I'm in the other room, (laughs) I am? Yep. The second that door opened, it wafted in. 16. I'm sorry, you said con? Okay. Yep. Flaccid 20. 14. Nice. You know what? For this, mm-hmm. I am going to use my inspiration. <laughs> so I rolled a six, and then I used my inspiration, and I rolled a three. Sorry, <laughs> I used my re-roll, and I rolled a three. Great. Great. Yes. So. That'll be a six. Octavia? Um, <laughs> I got, um, a one. <laughs> 
(laughs) And I'm not going to use my inspiration to save myself, so hopefully I don't die. Okay. Flint, you got a 16? Yeah. Bo, how much do you get? 14. Okay. So you very quickly realize that this is these things every couple of seconds are pulsing out these spores so everybody's gonna actually roll initiative this while we deal with this room so go ahead and then i guess i would cast bless because i yeah you can get a free bless cast at this point especially because you pass your save eight and how many people is uh bless real quick three okay so pick pick your poison here Literally and figuratively. <laughs> right. Um, wait, let's see, I'm reading it again. Okay. The target can roll D4 and add to the add to the number rolled at the to the attack or saving throw. Mm-hmm. So um I'm gonna uh, do it at a second level so I can do one more person. Okay. Okay. So, just so you know, in the future, when you prepare actions like oh, that, I have you have it. to you have to decide. Oh, okay. But sorry. I'll, it's fine for now. That's totally fine. Cause that's is that everybody? Am I missing somebody? Shadow is on grass. Well, shoulders. there's there's five in the group, including yourself, and then Kella. This is Kella right here, right? Yep. Yeah. This looks like a plan. Good. True. <laughs> uh, Shadow, what'd you get? Initiative. Eleven. Flint? Eight. Uh, Bo, what'd you get? Natural 20. Nice. 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 I'll do it on everyone but me, because I'm the furthest away, so I would want to protect everybody else. And not kill, I'm guessing? Well, I have four people. I should have determined that before, but I you said it was okay, right? Well, that's five. Yeah, that's fine. There, that's okay. five people, though. Five people would be with Kella. Yeah. With Wait, one. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, I'm on got- Groth Square. Oh, okay. I, see. I'm on I was like, shoulders. I was like so confused. I didn't see your token. Um, okay, then everyone but Kella and I. Okay. Bo, I'm going to assume that you're actually closer than where you are on the map. Sure. Where do you want me? You can move me, you, I guess. You, no, you move yourself wherever you want. I, that's where I, I was at the door, though. Okay. Well, in that case, it is your turn. Um, you heard. Do you have my initiative? Yeah, it actually auto-filled. Oh. You got yeah. a 16? All right. That's yep. kind of cool. Do you have it's really cool. Yeah. 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 Star, you got 18? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Huh. I guess. I, I told me 17, but if you want to have 18 in there, go for it. Well, you probably... Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bo, what are you doing? Um. Well, I cast Bless, and then... Um, I'll probably move up. We'll say bless counted as kind of a surprise round, so go ahead and okay. do your the full well, force of your action. Blesses concentration though. Uh, and so she succeeded on her save. Yep. He. He did, and those of you who succeeded, by the way, um. 
you do receive just a small inhalation. Your body fights it off mostly, but it does begin to sort of disrupt all the colors around you and gives the world a sense like it's breathing. We're getting high oh, as shit. Like we're getting high. Ooh. So what if I, I apologize. If I failed my save, I wasn't supposed to take damage, right? Nope. You, don't worry. We'll we'll get to that. Okay. Good. We're gonna die, Brendan. That's okay. As long as we can feel free to do it on my turn. Um, I would like to move up. I don't know how wide this door is, if it's just like five foot, if I could see inside with everybody standing there, or even if I move up my full, um, 30 feet, I don't really know. I mean, you get the, you can like smell the odor and everything. You probably can't see through Groth very well, but. Well, what it, I'm just wondering because I was gonna do sacred flame, but in that of that doesn't cover doesn't do anything, and I was wondering if I, but I'm also kind of th- would be doing that kind of blind if I can't see inside, because I don't know. It depends. Yeah, on- I'm gonna say you'd have to get to a better position, unfortunately. Um, I don't really know if I could do much at this at this spot. So you can move through your ally space too, but I can only move thirty feet. You have an action. You dash. Okay, what if I move right here? Okay, but then you move twice, so you can't cast Sacred Flame, but you can definitely move there. Oh. So you would just have a bonus action left? Yep. Yeah. I think that will be all, because I have a. I'm, that blesses concentration, and I can't really do much. Okay. As you run in, put your way through Groth, who you see is sort of reeling, and he's rubbing, like, his head, and Flint is just, like, huffing about. Um, You move, you sort of push your way past them, and you see these bulbs, like, fill again and exhale another plume. Everybody except for Groth and uh, Star, go ahead and roll another con save. And wow, then bless. Oh, too. it's probably their turn. With bless. Yes. Oh yeah, with bless. Ooh. I'm really hoping you all fail. Just, I really <laughs> am. I promise it's not gonna end the podcast, but it's gonna be amazing. I got a nine. If that I helps towards your goal. It does. With bless. Flint, what'd you get? I didn't have to roll. Why? Didn't what? You said I didn't have to roll a con save. You said Groth and Star didn't have to. But isn't doesn't he have a resistance to poisons or whatever? Yeah, he has advantage for sure. Oh, sorry. I maybe you did say Groth. I swear to God, I heard Flint. Maybe I said Flint. I don't know. Uh, I've been drinking. <laughs> Surfboard. Okay. And you do have bless, so you get a, add a D four. Right. I mean, it's gonna be over twenty. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, what about you, Bo? Oh, you want me to... I'm sorry. Natural 20 again. Hey. Beat the shit out of those plants. (laughs) Your god does not want you to get high. (laughs) No getting stoned. I'm a holy man. Not even secondhand stone. Not off the devil's perfume. (laughs) The devil's testicle. (laughs) All six of them. Starlet, it's your turn. Um. Well, 
Don't worry. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll take care of your turn oh, for you. <laughs> so good. I'm excited. You get this waft of purplish spores and dust. Shake your head and uh, everything feels so foggy, so convoluted. Right before you wake up, jolt awake in a cold sweat, you're back home. The smell of tea flows throughout the kitchen into your bedroom. Faya's favorite tea. You walk out, feeling groggy, looking around. Was all of this just a dream? What is... What is real anymore? Before panic sets in. A familiar panic. The panic of a waking nightmare that just won't end. You look around and Faya is nowhere to be found. But this time it's different. The room isn't disheveled. No signs of a struggle. The front door is left wide open. What do you do? Star. I think Star looks around trying to shake off this fog. She's searching for her her bow and her pack. She's like, Faya, Faya, where are you? No, this isn't happening again. I won't let it happen again. And Starch looks for the, um, thinking back to when this happened initially, she looks for the spot. Like, she, I think, she, can I roll a survival to try and get tracks from anything? Yeah, roll a survival. Absolutely. Uh, 21. You see fresh tracks. Tracks you're familiar with. A satyr's tracks. Faya's tracks. Looks like she tracked in mud again. How many times have you told her not to track in mud? Leading outside the front door, left wide open. Star, confused at this point, she wanders out of the house. She's still searching. She has her bow with her, mumbling, I, this can't be happening again. I won't let it happen again. And... She wants to wander out further and roll a perception to see if she can see Faya. Roll your perception check. Seven. You walk out, looking around, panicked, looking towards the tree line, looking for any sign. When you hear a familiar voice say, What is it, Star? And you turn and see Faya. Hands dirty from tending the garden outside. Looking at you confused. Star. I think as happy as she is to see Faya, she... She uh, she runs towards her. And there's tears falling from her eyes. And she's like, please don't leave me. Please don't leave me. And you clutch her tight and she's taken aback and it's... It's like she's there. It's like she's real. And she says, Star, what are you talking about? I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. And she goes, are you all right? Um, Star backs up, wiping the tears from her eyes. Uh, she says, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I think I had a bad dream. 
Will you please come back into the house? She rubs her hand across her cheek and she said, What was your dream about? Uh, Star starts explaining. She's like, You, I woke up and you were gone and I, I didn't know where you were. It was like I lived a whole other life without you. I just, I wanted it to end. I wanted you to be here with me. I just, I, I didn't know where you went. She grabs your hands tightly raises them up and she says, but Star, I'm already gone. And her voice changes into something malignant. says, and you couldn't save me. And it crumbles to ash in your hand. And everything turns to darkness. The rest of you see Star fall to her knees, weeping in the center of this room. And in the center, she, she sort of slowly, like, walks in. Groth, it's your turn! <laughs> You're gonna make me cry. I know, I was like, I was getting a little teary there, too, honestly. I was too, actually. <laughs> that just means I'm good at playing my character. Okay, Groth, you ready? You excited, buddy? Oh, yeah. Groth. Where a slow fade led to Star's state of mind. Yours is more of a hard slap. All of the sudden, you are away from this warm, aromatic environment and find yourself back in the Kravnok Mountains. The cold nips at your exposed neck. You shiver as you pull up the fur cloak you are wearing. Um, can I just say, as I, as I witness Star fall in front of me, slash slightly behind me, um, and I feel myself transitioning away from this reality, my last action is to, like, grab Shadow and, like, nestle her to my chest and deliberately fall on my back to make sure that I don't crush her. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, that's fine. And as you do, and you begin to sort of like fall in this scenario, just giving way to this weight. And it, when you hit the ground is when you just sort of whew, open your eyes elsewhere, standing in this cold room in the Kravnok Mountains. This room is familiar, but it's strange. It's your forge. Weapons hang on the racks all around you. And instinctually, you reach up and you touch bare skin on your cheek and forehead. Smooth as it once was, the forge glows in front of you with a wicked blue flame. So why is it so freezing? Gruff. A voice echoes through this lonely stone room. Gruff. It repeats. I'm here. I'm here. Do you need for it? You hear this voice coming from the forge itself, and you follow the quiet words. But something isn't right. Just like this room, just like you're feeling. This isn't the helpful entity that guided you. This is something that seems so, so far away. Something different, something 
fractured. Grath. You peer inside the forge and you see the burden that was sealed onto your face. The mask of torment and pain you are cursed with. I am weak. We are weak. The mask doesn't move in this flicking, flickering blue flame. But you feel the fire lick your flesh. Burning straight to the bone, but you... It doesn't hurt you. Not anymore. Not like it did. We must find power. Rights up trail. We must, my friend, but how? Where? Silence hangs in the air, waiting to drop, before these flames suddenly feel the full force of their burn, and you are writhing in agony, and your arms are being burnt to the bone of their flesh. And the rest of you see Groth on the ground, back forward. He has let go of Shadow and is trying to put out these invisible flames and screaming in agony. Um, can I also describe sort of, like, from that point of time, like, seeing how that happened, where Star has sort of progressed to? Yeah. Okay. I think, um, you see this and probably turn, like, to look at Star and kind of I assume you guys are confused looking at this, but Star is, at this point, she is, has fallen from her knees down to just laying on the floor. She's curled up, and you just hear these very sad sniffles, and she's going, Please. I'm sorry. Don't take her from me again. Please. And she's just sitting there, like, crying on the floor, like, sobs racking her body. Shadow, it's your turn. Yay. Shadow, the last thing you really see in reality is sort of Groth spinning quickly and falling backwards and him hitting the ground and you are confused as his grip loosens on you and you push yourself up from him to find yourself surrounded in this bright colorful room that is slowly being overtaken by darkness that creeps up closer and closer consuming the spectrum of colors it fades to black and the world around you shrinks and cramps you are back in your cell dark and empty save for a dirty bedroll and crumbs from your morning meal you must have been punished recently. But it happened so many times you can't possibly rack your brain to f remember what you did. Steps, slow and calculated, can be heard from a distance. The only sound you can possibly hear. Each step, your heart skips a beat. 
before an older gentleman pushes open the stone door and shuts it behind him. He looks at you, eyes filled with disdain and discipline. Darling, did you learn your lesson? Father, I, I, I'm so sorry. I, I promise I'll try harder. I'll get it next time. Oh, darling, if I could cash in the promises of a child, I'd be rich. Richer than I am. And he steps forward, looming over you, and he says, Now listen here, you little shit. Don't you be pulling any more stunts like that, darling. I can show you just how mean I can get. No, no, I won't. I, 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 I don't want to. I'll make you proud. He gets down on knee and he says, shh, 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 shh. Don't worry, darling. I know you will. And he gets up and he says, wouldn't want to disappoint your mother either. And he slams the door behind him. And you hear the calculated steps fade into the distance. And you're left with nothing but shadows. And to the rest of you, you see Shadow roll off of Groth's chest and just slip into a state of catatonia. Her herself huddling in the fetal position, rocking back and forth. Flint, it is your turn. Um, Flint being thoroughly confused about what the hell's going on with everybody just uh, looks around and says, bloody freshmen can't handle their hallucinogens and I'm just gonna go <laughs> grab both my swords and just jam them into the, into the, the big one uh, spore closest to me. To start hacking away at it. Alright, roll an attack roll. I'm gonna give you advantage on all your attack rolls. It's a stagnant object. Okay. Um, let's see, okay. You also have bless. Okay. So if you miss, you really suck. Uh, that's, yeah, that's some bad rolls, actually. Um, <laughs> what is bless? It's a d4. Yeah. I don't have my strength though to that set to my offhand weapon, right? Isn't that how that works? Correct. Okay. So my primary is gonna be twelve. No, sorry, uh fifteen. Okay, that's enough. You and it deflates, but as it does, another um plume comes out, but only affects you. It's very localized, so give me another with advantage poison roll. Okay, and then my offhand weapon, I mean it doesn't matter, I killed the thing, so whatever. Yeah. Um, just, and Bless keeps just, because it saves and attack rolls, so does that just keep adding? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, plus, hold on, a lot of numbers going on here. Uh, that is a 14. Just enough. Okay, <laughs> you're right. 
at this point. 10, 15, 20. Kelamos double moves and runs throughout the room, gets to the set door and opens it up. And Kela, as she's running, uh, is going to actually make a nature check and fails. And she runs by and she's like, I don't know what these are, but we, we have to get out of here. Holy fuck, Marty, I've never seen one of those things in my life. Oh my god, we're gonna die. <laughs> what is oh them, they're dead to us. <laughs> Kill them. Put them out of their misery. Look, she's fucking sad. Kill her. She's, she'll be happy. Kill her. She's sad. So, just for clarity, did, did I deflate like this whole, these two right there, or like what's going on? How many? Yeah, are left? you deflated those two, so there are three sort of clusters left. Okay. Bo, it's your turn. Um, this one in the corner is the one that you deflated? Or it's the one? one that I'm standing the on, The one next basically. to me. Yeah, yeah okay. this one. Thanks for the clarity. All these circles going up. <laughs> um, I... That this door that Kella opened is now open. <laughs> yes. But I know that this these affected me all the way back at that the past door. So they basically filled the whole like these two rooms basically, right? Yeah. So I wouldn't think that it would help to go through this door really. Like it wouldn't be you would have to go through and shut it essentially. If you wanted to escape. Mhm. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to decide what I want to do. I I mean, I'm I managed to kill one of them. It looks like yeah, yep. I just, I have no problem returning. I just also want to, like, pick, at least pick up Shadow, try to pick up Shadow and take her to the other room and then come back. But I know that that's, like, a whole turn, so I'm trying, oh, I don't know. As you look at Shadow, she's kind of, like, pulled up against the door next door and is just mumbling, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll do better. That's too sad. So I think I'm going to try, I want to so pick sad. her up. I want to try to pick her up and take her to the other room. Well, to Art, clarify, the other room is still full of gas, though, right? No, these, this new door that's open. Because oh, okay, if gotcha, we open gotcha. and shut it... Yeah, it's full yeah. of unknown danger instead. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, roll in athletics. It'll be pretty easy because Shadow is a job. Because Kella did not go through, right? Correct. She so just I got could, there. So if I went to, to um, Shadow, and then I could hand her off to Kella as she's going through for her next turn... I mean, it's going to take your whole turn either way. I know, but I'm just saying I can't go through it. I don't have enough movement. But I could, sure. like, give I mean, her... Kella's not... Kella's she's not a child, too. She's not going to... Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying I I can only... I'm, like, five feet from the actual door. You're, I think you're thinking about this way too mechanically. Like, w would your character run up, pick her up, and right before the door, hand her off to another child? If I couldn't move? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, neither I, one of you are through the door yet, so you might as I would say just grab her and run up to the door. Okay, sure, fine. Okay. Um. Uh, roll your athletics check. Also, I have spare the dying. I don't know. I wouldn't know what's going on, but I could. I would definitely maybe try that because I have it as a cantrip. You're only going to be able to pick her up or cast a spell. It'll it's be a, an action to pick something. It's a up. bonus action. I thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a bonus action. Okay, well, roll your athletics check first. No, it's supposed to work. I rolled two. That's <laughs> <for> 20. <laughs> uh, 
I'm gonna use my inspiration. <laughs> Is it athletics? Mm-hmm. Twelve? That's enough. So you oh, pick her up. Good. Head over there. I he rolled a one. <laughs> if you didn't guess. Okay. Before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The only well, three people left who haven't experienced this. What um what real quick, I did spare the dying, did that do anything that I saw? No. Oh. Um so Flint's bow and Kella. Roll another con save. Are we at the door bow? I whip shadow up there. Oh yes. Eighteen. Okay. Thirteen. Because Flint killed one of them, and it is a bit easier, not as thick. You do pass. Okay. I'm assuming just barely. <laughs> just barely. Mm. Um. Kella, however, begins to fall backwards. She's actually walking backwards really nervously. Her back hits the wall, and she's, she just sort of slides behind it. She's like, no, 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 no. Star, it is your turn. You return to reality. You now look around, and you see the spore room, but of course you are still horrified at the hallucination you just experienced. What do you do? I imagine still foggy pulls herself together and she's like what the fuck and she gets up uh and I think my rapier is still out well even if it isn't she cast it as a cantrip and she's going to thrust it into uh this one over here Okay, roll to hit with advantage. Sick. Let me find my actions. This is weird. Okay. Should be under your spells. Yeah, it is, but like, so when I roll it, well, I there's not. It just has like the effect. It, I, it tells me what it is though. Uh, it's one d eight. Well. Does it say save? Is there a save involved? No. It. Well, no. Was it called Booming Blade? Yeah, Booming Blade. Oh, so you have to make a melee attack against it. Uh, so it would just be like I'm using my claws, I guess. Uh, like will yeah, it do any damage? You have. Um, you brandish the weapon used in spells casting. Make a melee attack against. So yeah, it suffers the normal weapon attacks and then it has the booming energy. But the booming energy will only happen if it moves yeah, yeah. five feet. No, away. and that's I'm not planning on using that obviously right now, but um Okay. Okay, let me put sorry, should have been better equipped for this. Actions. Essentially I'm adding a rapier to my inventory right now and using that to attack with, correct? Okay. Uh I think you have to have the weapon. And so if it's with your claws, you can use it on your claws. It doesn't have to you brandish the weapon used in the spell's casting. Oh, so, so I have to have a weapon. Okay, I yeah, thought it was so like you, you can choose. Okay, sick. All right, I'm going to use it on my claws then, I 
guess. Yeah, I'll do that. It's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. It's your claws. Like Wolverine. But, <laughs> you know. Anyway. It's like you painted your nails with ethereal air. <laughs> yeah. Real <laughs> sick. Yeah. It looks hella cash. Material girl. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, I only got a nine. Like, bright. Did you roll with advantage? No, I didn't. Because I... Do with advantage. I got a nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's only an AC8, actually, so don't worry about it. You do hit it. Go ahead and roll your damage. Sick. <laughs> wow, does, how's, how's what? That work? I got a negative one. <laughs> I give it back at point of hell. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's minimum one damage, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Well, those, is that correct, Latara? Claws like a uh, like a hand to hand like like strength thing. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Wait, we're using booming blade. What? Stupid. I was trying. Well, it's a melee attack. Does a melee attack do minimum one damage? For just a, yeah, for like a punch, yeah. it's yes. one plus yeah. strength modifier. Which but it, it's one. minimum one, right? Because I got a negative. Yeah. One. If yeah. you don't like, if your strength modifier is negative, then it'd be minimum one. Okay, so you you scrape across it. Unfortunately, it does nothing. Okay, I imagine. I'm or still it, just, it does something, but nothing. I'm still just kind of foggy. So I go to hit it, and I just my arms feel like jelly still, and I'm like, man, fuck this room. You punch a life back into it. <laughs> Resuscitate it. Uh, Groth, it's your turn. I and you're coming back into the world at this point. Um, I'm going to... As you... Anybody who's looking, which nobody is, uh, would see Groth wake up and kind of yell, Zroth! And... Uh, then a strange, warpy-looking beam will explode out of his face. Oh. Okay. Roll to hit with advantage. Warpy beam face. Mm. What are you hitting? Yeah, which one are you hitting? Um, I'm going to hit the very closest one, and that's oh, the dwarf. So you aimed it, then? Yes, it'll be this one. Um, oh, shoots you in the back of the head, Flint. Needs <laughs> <laughs> to kill. Needs to kill. Roll a new character. And that'll be an 11 to hit. That hits. Height. When I apologize to the podcast and to my party, I misquoted myself last time. Um, I was weighing options between Eldritch Spear and Agonizing Blast. I actually took Agonizing Blast, not Eldritch Spear. So my range is still 120 feet, but I add my Charisma modifier now to nice. Eldritch Blast's damage. So how much damage you got? Negative that one. <laughs> Negative two, actually. <laughs> That'll be 12 damage. Okay, it explodes. But unfortunately, Flint, you are within five feet. I'll never get you with an advantage and a bless, but give me another roll just in case. What is this? Uh, Con save. Oh, is this another uh, one? Okay. Wait, yeah, because so. uh, he blew up the one next oh, to you. Oh, gotcha. Right next Wait, so am I, getting, am I getting advantage? Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And bless. And bless. And bless. Plus four. Yeah, so, yeah it's and, gonna be over. It's gonna be over twenty. You guys, don't want to hear my really sad thing for your characters. <laughs> one. No, I want to hear uh, everyone's fun. now that I had mine. Yeah. Also, I guess it would be zero damage for a an arm strike with negative strength. Even better. I hurt myself. Great. Instead. Oh no. <laughs> to to illustrate this, as uh, sorry, Groth is gonna kind of like wake up. His head shakes. His antlers light up. 
with this energy. Uh, <laughs> he he yells out, Azroth! And immediately after the, the blast explodes this, this plant below him, he's going to uh, kind of collapse his head back and be like, Dion Spake. And just take a, you know, six second rest. <laughs> uh, okay. Shadow, you snap out of your catatonia and it's your turn. Uh, as Shadow comes to and finds herself in the arms of a man, uh, and she's still kind of out of it. Oh, no. I think she kind of clutches on and she's like, oh, you're back. I knew you'd come back. I, I told you I can do better. And she shoots out magic missiles, uh, one at each of the closest plants. Okay, so there are only two left. So which one do you want to double up on? The one that's closest she'll double up on. Okay. Roll your damage. So the first one... Wouldn't that be the one up in the corner next to the door? Takes six damage to the closest one. Okay, six damage to the closest one. That's the one by star and poof, explodes in a cloud of fumes. And five now, to the other one. Okay, poof, that one also explodes into a cloud of flumes. However, Bo, you are right next to it. I'm in Bo's arms that too, so save. do I. Yeah, Again. we would. You're not in Bo. Oh, yeah, you are. I'm also no. right next to me. Uh, once you uh, receive the hallucination, you are immune for 24 hours. Oh. Con, right, so... Con. 13 again. So safe, right? Safe, because it is all whittled down. At this point, it'd be a very hard save for you to fail. And all the spores are destroyed, and that is where we will leave off for well, tonight. In One sec. Just before we wrap this up, uh, could we just say, like, Flint has taken, like, several blasts of this to the face from kind of being in the proximity, so he's just kind of sitting in the middle of the room, like, through gritted teeth, just like... <sighs> <laughs> and like maybe not the full thing you're gonna do but maybe just like a little glimpse of it like while well, he's kind of almost slipping off out to some other reality yeah buddy I could do that for you okay. not a problem <laughs> I know you want to <laughs> yours comes in flashes small flashes Like you're standing in the middle of this room covered in this pink purple fauna dust you you hear laughter and you see beneath you stairs leading down. Down to a safe house in Grimhold. You, you remember it and then you, you're back to it. You're huffing and puffing. And then you fade in again and there's a card game. You see your friends. You see um, Cinder. You see Davy. And you see a orc. And then you snap back and just more enraged and more enraged and more enraged. Between these uh, muffled things, you hear Star very muffled too, like, Flint, Flint, don't let yourself get lost in it. It's not, it's not real. And you go back and Davy's sitting there and you're furious. You remember being furious. This happened. You know this happened. He's like, they offered ten times more. Head for slaves. It's half the travel. And fade back fade back and then you fade in but you're not at the bar anymore you're alone alone with your old friend who isn't your friend anymore Davy Elrond 
just kind of like yeah just looking at Davy kind of knowing that this is obviously just a hallucination or something but still feeling the the bitter anger that comes with seeing this man's face he just says Elrond I'm gonna find you you son of a bitch Flint I hope you do I'm gonna chop your fucking head off and hang it in my outhouse so I look you in the eye every time I take a shit. And through gritted teeth, one last thing. And if Cinder ain't dead yet, I'll kill her too. And you're back in the room, the vein in your forehead pulsing. And we'll see you next time on the Reroll Podcast. Nice. <laughs> but I want to know mine, but I want to be poisoned. <laughs> well, there will be more, more to come, I'm sure. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hellbent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.